This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omar Saleh and Hani Balkis on Pulse 95. Future Talk. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is a brand new Tuesday and I'm saying a brand new Tuesday because I feel like ever since we've gone back to airing from the studios of Pulse95, going live from the studios, it's just felt like a completely new beginning and I know that it feels like a completely new beginning for many people right here in the UAE as restrictions have been eased and as many of us have returned back to our work offices. But we need to always remember that our masks should be on at all times and our gloves as well. But this is Future Talk, so we're going to be bringing you the latest in tech, gadgets, artificial intelligence and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the world of technology is being discussed right here on Pulse95. Lots lots and lots is happening right here in the UAE and around the world because Dubai airports are actually going to now have vending machines filled with face masks, gloves and sanitizers. Funny enough, I was just telling you about how important it is to keep our masks on. But when we're traveling, sometimes we may not have all the safety equipment that we need. Therefore, Dubai Airport is now going to be able to equip all of us with them through those vending machines. Around the world and right here in the UAE, we've been finding a lot of those vending machines uh, placed in airports, in malls, uh, we've even found them in hospitals. So how are they actually helping us maintain these precautionary measures and will this become the new trend? We're going to be telling you all about this in just a few moments. But also right here in the UAE, 3D printers are becoming the new norm so that we can help COVID-19 front lines have all the masks that they need. We tend to wear the typical medical masks or the cloth masks that we have to wash over and over again. But for many police officers, uh, hospital members, whether we're talking about nurses or doctors, specific masks are needed. Ones that can actually handle the heat of the UAE and ones that can be worn for 12 and 24 hours if needed. So how is this uh, 3D printer helping frontline workers right here in the UAE? We're going to be telling you all about this. And in our Tech This Out segment, we're going to be talking about Japan because there's a Japanese city that is banning phones use while walking. Do you ever cross the road while being on your phone? Because we're going to be discussing all this on the show and I want to hear from you. How how weird do you feel like it is to completely ban people from using their phone while walking. I feel like it's a genius law, but I want to hear your thoughts too. So make sure you send in your texts at 4215 or uh, slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio on Instagram. But if you've been looking to finish up all of your government services right here in the UAE, whether we're talking about renewing your visa or, you know, renewing your residency anywhere from checking your bank accounts or even renewing your telecom services from Etisalat or Du, I'm coming to you with one application that will help you do all those services online. Yes, you heard it right. It can easily be done online without us stepping outside our homes. And speaking of police officers keeping us safe and making sure that we have face masks for them, Ford is cranking up the heat in self-cleaning police cars to kill coronavirus. How effective is this technology? We're going to be getting into all those details in just a few moments. So make sure you keep Pulse95 locked because Future Talk is coming to you in all the tech news. You're listening to Pulse95. Daily Digital News. 
Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Right here in the UAE, we have been heavily dependent on 3D printing. It wasn't a thing in the past, but now ever since COVID-19 became a part of our lives, we've been seeing more and more that a lot of companies, a lot of individuals have actually been trying to make the most out of those 3D printers that were previously used to either make little figurine for their kids or we've been using them to uh, help out with big multinational companies create their products. But for the past few months, many startups, labs at universities and major multinational companies like HP, Volkswagen, they have been 3D printing much-needed masks, face shields, and ventilator splitters to hospitals and medical professionals. But today, I'm going to be telling you all about a two-year-old startup right here in the UAE called Proto21, because this startup has actually started providing life-saving materials to all those frontline workers at the COVID-19 response team right here in the UAE. Before the pandemic started, its 40 printers were actually creating more than a thousand projects for some of the country's biggest brands over its two years in business. However, today, those 18-hour shifts look a little bit different because Proto21 is now printing thousands of face shields every week for Dubai Police, Sharjah Police, Dubai Health Authority, as well as for hotels and retail outlets like many different uh, outlets that we see in different shopping malls. Individual doctors are getting free deliveries of masks to their door step if they are asking for it. But the company is also 3D printing ventilator splitters for Sharjah hospitals. And for those of you who don't know, ventilator splitters have been ver- coming in handy a lot during this time because Using the ventilator splitter will allow doctors to make one ventilator treat multiple patients. Now, depending on if the shield that is going to be used by the doctor, uh, he's going to be using it to work a 12-hour shift in a clinical setting, or if we're talking about a face shield created for a police officer out on patrol during the sticky summer months right here in the UAE, those face masks have to be tailored to those needs. And this is where 3D printing is making huge strides because you can actually customize every mask to fit the different needs. Do you need it indoors? Do you need it outdoors? How long are you going to be wearing it? What type of temperature is this mask going to be exposed to? All these variables can be very challenging to design for. It's not as straightforward as many of us tend to think, you know? Go to the printer and press the button print. You have to make sure that you are designing it to fit every need that any of those frontline workers will be using it for. The production method of these masks is basically a process of making three-dimensional solid objects from a digital file. So you're basically doing everything on, uh, let's say, InDesign or any of the different design platforms and then going ahead and turning all these digital files into a 3D object. Now, the different proponents of 3D printing say that it is the most precise, cost-effective, and fastest way to produce all the different goods. And it definitely allows complex shapes to be made using less material than the traditional manufacturing methods, which has definitely been one of the biggest highlights of why 3D printing even entered the market. Apart from the fact that, as we mentioned, it's very cost-effective, it's also very fast. We've been seeing right here in Sharjah, in the Sharjah Technology and Innovation Park, 
homes being built in the span of a week or two when previously they would basically need months or even years for them to be completed. So it's definitely very interesting to see 3D printed uh, technology actually being used to make face masks and face shields. But honestly, this is just the beginning. 3D printing will definitely become a part of our everyday life. There will definitely be a 3D printer in everyone's home in just a few years. Honestly, I'm I'm starting to imagine that it's going to be a lot sooner than that. You will be able to 3D print body organs. Martians will actually be able to use it as a tool whenever they're starting to build their Mars colonies. And 3D printers in combination with artificial intelligence will definitely help us de- develop as a community even outside uh, the Earth that we are currently living in. But moving out of the 3D printing world, if you're planning to fly out of Dubai's International Airport anytime soon, you can get set for a sanitized getaway because this is exactly what the airport is doing by installing new vending machines that are filled with personal protection equipment for travelers to buy on demand. A lot of the times, many of us tend to leave our homes and forget to grab our mask. Or, you know, we might think that we're just going to be going to a quick trip and then you know, maybe going just downstairs to pick up a few groceries and suddenly we find out that we need to go and pick up something using our car, but we don't have our mask. This can't be happening whenever we're traveling. And this is exactly why there will be two vending machines available to all passengers traveling through Dubai International Airport. They're going to be located in the departure areas of Terminal 3 and Terminal 2. All travelers can actually go ahead and purchase the different different, uh, medical protection kits from those machines before flying. A lot of us might be wondering, what are uh, the different parts of those kits? The kits are going to be including a disposable face mask, a pair of gloves, two types of sanitizers, and there are also plans to add more products to the kits, including reusable face masks, because even though face masks are definitely becoming a part of our new normal, uh, they can definitely harm the environment because we're constantly using them for one time and throwing them away. And reusable masks require washing, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see how tech actually helps in this manner. But all passengers traveling in and outside of Dubai International Airport need to be wearing face masks and gloves at all times so that we can all put an end to the spread of COVID-19. But it's definitely going to be interesting to see how those automatic mask vending machines can implement this whole procedure to make it even simpler with less or no workforce and a lot more efficient because they can also lower the risk of infections via human contact we're not dealing with human beings we are dealing with machines whenever we are getting our masks out of those vending machines so making the masks available through them will definitely also lighten the workload on all those pharmacists who are constantly uh, wearing their masks day in and day out spending time distributing them to all of the citizens right here in the uae and around the world let me know how many or what type of face masks you actually enjoy wearing today i actually tried out a new type of face mask still have to decide whether it's my favorite or not Uh, i used to wear the one that you put right around your ear but now i'm actually trying out the one where you tie over uh, your head because i thought it might be easier to wear with hijab uh i've still yet to decide if i actually like it or not but i want to know what is your favorite type of mask is it the surgical mask the blue surgical mask do you wear the cloth masks that you have to constantly wash 
after every use. Share in your thoughts with us at Pulse95Radio on Instagram or text us in at 4215. Um, but we're going to be coming back to tell you all about how you can complete all of your government services through a single application. We no longer need to step outside our houses to finish up our uh, ID renewal or to even renew any of our uh, do or it is a lot. What's it called? Paying payment plans. So if you want to know what app I'm talking about, make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? What is worth a click and download? Today's application is one that I'm sure is definitely going to be coming in handy, especially in the age of Corona, because this application will become your national digital identity right here in the UAE. The application is called UAE Pass because passing o- passing over, going outside the house is what we need right now. And UAE Pass can do all of this in one application. There are many government services that we typically would have to complete over the span of the days and the months that we live in that we live in right here in the UAE. And having access to over 5,000 government services is becoming a reality with the application UAE Pass. Because honestly, it is, I think, one of the easiest ways to get all of your government work done without stepping out of your house, which is what we're all trying to do to make sure that we are putting an end to the spread of coronavirus. All you need with this application, apart from downloading it from the Apple iOS store or from your Google Play store, is to have your original Emirates ID. The first part of registering through this application can be completely done online. So you'll download the application, you'll register or enter your Emirates ID number, and you'll just be set for the first part of the registration. However, the second part, which is the verification process, you'll need to do it at a kiosk, which you'll actually find one or even multiple ones in every single emirate in different locations. In just a few moments, I'm going to be sharing with you the locations of the UAE pass kiosks right here in Sharjah. But let me give you a little bit of a breakdown of the complete registration process. After downloading the application on your phone, UAE pass, you will be scanning your emirates ID to make sure that all the information uh, are set up on the application under your name. Then you'll have to set up a PIN number. Now this PIN number is extremely important and you're actually advised to never share it with anyone because it's kind of like basically your digital identity right here in the UAE. After doing that and memorizing your PIN number and not sharing it with anyone else, you'll go ahead and you'll visit a UAE Pass kiosk that is near you so that you can go ahead and complete the final verification process. At the kiosk, uh, the kiosk itself will ask you to enter your Emirates ID and scan your fingerprint. Once you do that, you'll just simply follow the instructions on the screen and you'll be good to go. You'll have to, you would have completed the process of registering for all the features of UAE Pass application. And another interesting feature that I personally liked is now with this application, we can forget all about pens because signing documents can easily be done using electronic or digital signatures with this app. One of the biggest security features of the UAE Pass is that it allows us to have our very own electronic signature, which is honestly completely equivalent to you signing a document with your pen. But your 
electronic uh, signature will actually be legally valid under the UAE law and it will also be present on your phone. So whether you're trying to secure a new contract or you're trying to make a big purchase like a property or a car, if you're using the UAE government smart services, you can go ahead and use your UAE Pass signature. And this is actually the first time digital signature solutions have been made available in this region using this application. Digital signatures, for, those all of, for all those of you who are wondering about how private they can be, Right here in the UAE, they are actually protected by using a hashing algorithm, uh, which is a one-way cryptographic function, which basically means that it cannot be decrypted back to the original text. So it's kind of like a secret message. It's a one-way secret message that only the application can understand and that can't be translated the other way around. For those of you who are wondering where are the different locations of the UAE Pass kiosks, right here in Sharjah, you can find them in different locations. Uh, one of them being at Safir Mall, you can find them at the KM Trading Shopping Center, and you'll even find them at the Awqaf area in Sahara Center. These are just one of the few some of the few locations that are found right here in Sharjah. There are so many others in Sharjah and in the different Emirates. All you have to do is to check out their website to find out which location suits you best a lot of us might be wondering can we go ahead and complete our services during COVID-19 related restrictions because restrictions have definitely been done different timings uh, are found for every government service but according to the UAE Pass app all of us can actually go ahead and visit the kiosks as regular and complete our registration process however we are advised to stay home as much as possible so make sure you're not going ahead and registering with the kiosks at during the sanitization timings um, because even though restrictions are being relaxed the responsibility is upon each and every single one of us right now a lot of services can be accessed through this application once you download it and registered this could be anywhere from paying your government bills to registering a business even if you want to file a complaint this app will come in handy or if you're trying to sponsor a visa go ahead and check out the application uae pass you can find it on all app stores whether we're talking huawei app store uh, google play store or even the apple ios store but speaking of making sure that we are staying home and staying safe there is one application that will also make us immune against COVID-19 not the virus itself but rather the spread of the virus and I'm talking about Al-Husun app right here in the UAE this application is very easy to use and it downloading it will honestly make you a fighter against this pandemic because you would be doing your part by staying apart and by making sure that you are also protecting those around you What's interesting about it is it's based on a technology that we thought was once dead. Bluetooth technology is helping this application communicate with the different phones that it comes across. So once, let's say, you're in the grocery store and you have this application downloaded on your phone, if everyone around you has the app downloaded on their phone, if you come into contact with someone who later on tests positive for this virus, your little bit of a secret id secret bluetooth id will be on his phone or her phone and their bluetooth id will be on your phone so in the case that uh, the uae government would have to contact you to make sure that you're also isolating yourself they'll be able to retrieve all those ids through this application 
Downloading it is very easy. You can find it on all app stores under the name Al Hosan. A L H O S N. Downloading it will only require you to enter your Emirates ID number as well as your phone number. You will receive a one time password that you will enter, and once you do that, you're basically set to go. All you need to make sure is to make sure that your Bluetooth services are constantly turned on as well as your location services. You don't need to worry about your privacy, it's only tracking short term locations, so it's you're not going to all constantly be tracked uh, wherever you're going and you do not need to worry about your battery being drained because bluetooth services actually only take up a small part of your battery so you're not going to have to charge your phone anytime soon by using this application if you've downloaded the husan app i want to see how many of future talks listeners have it on their phones i've personally downloaded it and i can tell you it's very unique because even if you went ahead and got tested for covid 19 you'll also be receiving your results on this app they're also currently working on it so that they can actually be using it to track all those who are under quarantine to make sure that we are all abiding by the 14 day uh, period that we have to quarantine for if we happen to come into contact with someone who tests positive for this virus hoping that you are all safe and sound from contracting it but coming up we're going to be talking all about japan because they are now banning phone use while walking how many of you tend to use their phones while crossing the street or even walking across malls i want to see a little bit of a tally but coming up we're going to be telling you all about it so keep pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back this is pulse 95 Check this out. Check this out. I need a moment of honesty right now. Do you use your phone while walking? And I'm not just talking about when you're crossing your street. I'm talking even in malls or if you're moving around in your house. We're constantly glued to our screens. And this is a scene that is repeated all around the world. But Japan is planning to take action because such such actions or such behaviors that we do by constantly being glued to our phones can cause collisions and even sometimes accidents. But Japan is planning to put an end to all of this with a new law because officials in Yamato City, which is located near Tokyo, actually submitted a bill to the city assembly to stop people completely banning them from using their phones while walking. The number of people using smartphones has honestly constantly increased, especially after the COVID-19 pandemic. And so has the number of accidents in the densely populated area of that city in Japan. And they want to prevent that by creating such a ban. But there will be no punishment for those that are unable to tear themselves away from their screens in the streets. So they hope that the ban will basically raise more awareness about the dangers. Posters and messages will be informing citizens of the rule that will be expected to take effect from next month. A lot of research has been done in Japan by a mobile giant there about the number of hours that we tend to spend on our phones, specifically more or less pedestrians. What is their average field of vision whenever they're staring down at their smartphone? We tend to think, you know, I could be on my phone, but I could still pay attention to the street. I could be on my phone, but I'll still pay attention to my kids. But that's not the reality of it, because studies have shown that our field of vision whenever we're staring down at our smartphone is actually 5% of what our eyes take in normally. Can you imagine? So we have 95% less 
field of vision whenever we are spending time on our phones while crossing the road. The company actually, the mobile company that was doing this study, ran a computer simulation of what would occur if 1,500 people used the hectic pedestrian crossing in Tokyo while all looking down at their smartphones. And the results were honestly very shocking. It showed that two-thirds would not make it to the other side without an accident. So we're talking about almost 500 collisions over 100 people being knocked down and 21 dropping their phones. The number of accidents between people using phones while riding a bicycle and pedestrians is also increasing in Japan. But I want to know, would what would you do if such a ban was implemented right here in the UAE, completely banning our phone use while walking? I feel like, honestly, it would make us make more or less, or it would encourage us to make more eye contact with our loved ones. But it's also going to make us... Um, feel less attached to our phones because the number of people using smartphones has definitely rapidly increased during this pandemic simply because we're all stuck at home. Some of us don't want to be creative. They don't want to necessarily work out or bake, which are typically the activities that have been done during quarantine. But I feel like such a decision is definitely uh, very effective, especially that now people are constantly wearing face masks whenever they're crossing the streets. And with face masks, I feel like our field of vision decreases even more. So share your thoughts with me at Pulse95Radio on Instagram or text in at 4215. I want to see how many of you tend to use their phone while crossing the street or just walking around in the city. Coming up, we have a lot more in store right here on Future Talk because we're going to be telling you all about Ford and how they are going to be cranking up the heat in self-cleaning police cars to kill coronavirus once and for all. So keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95. Today's Check This Out is definitely another interesting one because Ford is planning to crank up the heat in self-cleaning police cars to kill coronavirus. This is a question I want to honestly see what you think about it because a lot of people tend to think that high heat can kill COVID-19. There were many theories and conspiracy theories about how COVID-19 will completely disappear from our lives once the heat of the UAE kicks in with the beginning of summer, which honestly, it is way too hot and coronavirus is still existent. So I don't think that theory works. But Ford is planning to crank up the heat in a different way which will hopefully help kill all COVID-19 virus particles because they have actually created a software that will literally bake the interior of police cars to kill any kind of form or trace of the coronavirus that other cleaning methods might have missed. Why will this matter? Because the fact that self-cleaning heat treatment exists is just an example of how Vehicle manufacturers, Ford, Mercedes, any of the other companies are now experimenting with sanitization methods in the COVID-19 era. We've been seeing increasingly a lot of inventors create those sanitization gates. We've been seeing uh, all of the petrol stations basically, uh, you know, back in the day, we used to be able to clean our car from the inside whenever we would go for car cleaning from the outside. But now they're actually implementing a sanitization service instead. So is this going to become the new trend of sanitization apart from 
physical cleaning and vacuuming of the interior of the car. Police officers are at some of the highest risk of workers contracting the virus because they're often dispatched to transport COVID-19 patients when ambulances are not available. So alternatively, they could easily transport individuals who are asymptomatic, who they don't know they have COVID-19. But Ford is one of the largest supplier of police vehicles around the world, and they are hoping that their sanitization method will help reduce the spread of this virus. The software I'm talking about is actually currently only being sold for police cars, and it's using the car's own engine and its own climate control systems to actually temporarily raise the cabin temperature to about 133 degrees, which is some of the hottest days uh, that we would experience right here in the UAE or around the world. Now, this temperature is maintained for about 15 minutes, which is long enough to disinfect all the nooks and the different tight areas that are found in the car that our manual cleaning can sometimes miss. While flashing lights let officers know that the process is underway, uh, this technology might actually help reduce the exposure that police officers tend to have to coronavirus. Because the temperatures of about 56 degrees Celsius for 15 minutes can actually reduce the viral concentration by over 99%. And that's according to different research that has been done by this car company. Now, Ford says that it has no plans to use this technology beyond police vehicles, but I'm actually very intrigued to see whether or not it will actually get rid of this virus because I think it's actually quite intelligent to see it being implemented, especially in ambulances that are constantly transporting COVID-19 patients. Coming up, we're actually going to be saying goodbye to Future Talk and welcoming the afternoon Karak team. Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah will be bringing you the latest on what is happening in the entertainment industry. From movies to shows, you can expect to find it all on Afternoon Karak from 4 to 5 p.m. But until then, I want to wish you a beautiful day. Make sure you are staying safe whenever you are heading outside your homes. Make sure your masks are on and your gloves are constantly on. You're constantly sanitizing. But until then, I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll see you next time. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.